Jesus puts out an all-you-can-eat buffet for thousands with just a little boy's lunch. Today, on the Rest in the Work of Christ podcast. Welcome back to the Rest in the Work of Christ podcast. My name is Aaron Bublitz. I serve at Heritage Lutheran Church in Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, And it's my privilege to be able to spend a little time with you as we find rest in the completed work of Christ. Uh, That there's nothing we have to do to earn God's love. It's already all done for us by Christ. We simply receive these blessings through faith in what he has already done for us. Uh, we're, we're taking a look at the Gospel of John and uh, discovering that rest that our hearts and our souls so desperately long for. We have uh, reached chapter 6, and uh, we have this familiar account uh, that uh, many of you probably know pretty well um, of Jesus feeding the 5,000. So this is uh, John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. It says, Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who has come into the world. Jesus knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. All right, again, this is a pretty familiar account, isn't it? Uh, you've, you've heard this story um, probably many times. This is uh, one of those basic Sunday school lessons that, uh, that uh, we, we teach our kids at a very young age, much more than the, some of the things that we've been covering so far in here, right? Uh, but um, so Jesus is... Um, It says sometime after this, after this interaction he had with the Jewish religious leaders that we heard about the last couple of days, he goes to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And people follow him. Um, they follow him on foot. And so he's, he's got a head start. He gets there probably a little bit before them. Um, but also there's, there's some who are, are waiting there for him uh, on the other side. Um, there's a great crowd coming toward him when they're going to that, to that area. Um, and uh, they, they want to see more miracles. Uh, they, they see the signs, as again, John calls them the signs. He's been healing the sick. He's been doing these amazing things that they've never seen anyone do before. And they want to see more. They want to see some miracles. Um, and so uh, 
the crowd is coming um, and, and he says to Philip, he says, uh, what are we going to do to feed these people? Um, it's, it's probably getting later in the day, right? Uh, they're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, any villages that are nearby can't um, be able to uh, feed this amount of people. It says that there's 5,000 men um, and then, you know, there's women and children too. So what, what size crowd is this? Is it 10, 15, 20,000 people? I mean, that, that's a big group of people, right? I, and and uh, Jesus, you know, asks Philip, he says, uh, what are we going to do? Um, where are we going to get bread for all these people? How are we going to buy bread for all these people? And uh, it says Jesus already knows what's in mind. He knows what he's going to um, he's going to do already, but he's testing Philip. And, and Philip, of course, <laughs> says, man, if we'd want to get enough food for all these people, uh, you'd need a half a year's wages and uh, everyone would only get a bite, right? And, and maybe that's even a little generous because um, there, there's you know, that's a lot of people here. Uh, Andrew um, speaks up he, he, and he says, hey, there's one boy who thought to bring something along to eat, right? He's, he's got two fish and five small loaves of bread. This is, this is a little boy's lunch, right? The only one in the crowd who it seems uh, thought to bring it, uh, thought it's smart to bring something to eat. And he says, how far is this going to go among so many, right? So Andrew points out there's some food there, but there's no way this will be enough for all these people. It's ridiculous, right? But, but Jesus, of course, knows what he's going to do. He says, have all the people sit down. Um, they, they all sit down and he takes the takes the food, that little boy's lunch, and he, and he gives thanks for it. He thanks his Father in heaven for it. And he gives it to the disciples, and he says, start feeding the people. And miraculously, there's enough to go around. There's enough for everybody to have their fill. Everyone uh, got as much as they wanted to eat. And there were leftovers. And he tells his disciples uh, to go pick up those leftovers. And um, they filled 12 baskets with the pieces left over by those who had eaten, it says. Um, so just imagine the, the, the sight at the end of this, right? Um, the people have to be amazed. Like, where are they getting all this food, right? And that's an all-you-can-eat buffet. I mean, that, that, that's, that's incredible, right? Where do they get this food from? But the disciples who doubted, the disciples who didn't, um, understand you know, how are we going to get food and, and thought, you know, this is, Jesus, you're asking ridiculous questions and um, what's wrong with these people for not bringing their own food? Why is it our responsibility to feed them? Here they stand around Jesus, each of them, 12 basketfuls, remember, each of those disciples probably holding this basketful of food, looking down and saying, why did we ever doubt Jesus? Right? How did we not get that he was testing us? How did we not understand what he was going to do? Um, um, the disciples have to, again, just be amazed at what Jesus has done, right? Um, here we see Jesus again um, with a miracle that, that, you know, he wouldn't have had to do this, of course. Um, you know, it's different than some of the other ones, again, where, you know, where he heals the sick or he, you know, uh, heals the lame, you know, cures the blind. I mean, all of these ones that are fixing and curing and healing physical ailments. Here, This is just, people are hungry. Jesus could have just sent them on their way. Jesus could have just said, all right, we're done here. Go home. Go back home. Make yourself some food. Um, but here Jesus cares for their, their physical needs as well. Right? And again, um, Jesus cares for all of us, our whole body. Um, he, he cares for our soul, of course, most importantly, but, but he also cares for our physical needs too. Jesus meets every one of your spiritual needs 
Um, in just in two days, uh, two days from now, we're going to take a look at the account of Jesus saying he is the bread of life, right? And, and that's the bread that we long for. That's the bread that he comes to nourish our souls. But he also cares for the bread we need for our body too. He cares for, for the things that we need for this life. He cares for um, th- that we have food and clothing and shelter, uh, that we um, have, you know, the things that we need. And we have abilities. We have gifts to be able to, you know, work and provide for, um, for our families. He, he gives us the gifts of good government and, and friends and, um, you know, all of these things that he provides for our daily lives. And all by his gracious hand. Nothing that he has to do, but in his mercy, he sees our needs and, and he wants to meet them because he loves us. And he does it not just for believers, but for unbelievers too. That they would, that they would uh, know his mercy and grace and, and seek him. And, and uh, that they would know those greater blessings, the spiritual blessings, um, the, the things that we need to nourish our soul of peace and forgiveness and life through him alone. And so Jesus meets our earthly needs in order to be able to point us to the greater spiritual needs that we have. And here we see Jesus doing that. The people, um, on the other hand, don't quite get it. They, uh, they see this sign that Jesus performed, again, a sign of who he is. I mean, who can do this? Who can? Uh, and obviously, they, they get it. Who did this? It's, it's not just they, they had some access to some food. Um, this is a miracle. And they say, oh, this is the prophet, right? And, and in my, my version here, it's capitalized. The prophet is, is in uh, capital, the capital letters. Um, he's the prophet who has come into the world. Uh, and Jesus knows that their their motives aren't right. They're 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 thinking they this is this is a, a, a you know a, a, a king who can who can um, establish a, a kingdom here on earth where we can live and we can have everything we need and and uh, he will provide everything we need for our lives here and and Jesus knows that you know he knows this is not why he has come and and uh, so he actually um, withdraws by himself. Um, they, they want to come and make him a king by force, and he's going to have another interaction with them. Uh, again, in two days, we'll take a look at that, that account of when they find him again, and, um, and he's going to explain to them uh, why he really did come. They didn't come to, to meet their physical needs first and foremost, but to meet their spiritual needs. And uh, so we'll, we'll take a look at that in, in uh, two days from now. But uh, tomorrow we get to look at the account of Jesus walking on the water in between these two sections. But, but again, Jesus meets all of our physical needs and more importantly, meets all of our spiritual needs. But here again, we see who Jesus is, his power, his love, his compassion, um, and the same Jesus who, who has that compassion and love for us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending Jesus. Um, we thank you for sending him to provide for all of our spiritual needs, the, the forgiveness and the peace and the life and salvation that, that we can't win, uh, that we can't have on our own, but he brings uh, and uh, we rest in the work that he has accomplished for us. And on top of all that, you meet all of our physical needs too. Here we see uh, the compassion you have for uh, our bodies and, and the, the desire you have to, to meet those needs for us, and you do uh, through so many means. Um, um, and so we thank you and for providing for everything that we need for both body and life and soul, all through Jesus Christ, our Savior. In his name we pray. Amen. All right, friends, great to be with you here and spend just a few minutes in uh, the Gospel of John with you. I'll be back tomorrow with you, and uh, God's blessings on your day. Take care. Bye-bye.